boom, I'm out of here. Hey, everybody. Welcome to, uh, into the night with Sean Kelly. Uh, sorry, no intro yet, but eventually we will get there. So how was everybody's Thanksgiving? Was everybody okay? Um, mine was great. Mine was kind of quiet. I actually did some cooking myself, you know, so I, so I cooked the whole meal. So I, I was like really, really impressed with myself. Yes, because I cooked, you know, and um, I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. But you know what? I Tonight's guest, okay, last week I had Tara on, okay, and uh, she kept talking about this one young lady up there in Butler, PA, who has really taken her under her wing and helping Tara, you know, like a mentor of some sort. So I'm thinking, you know what? I'd like to get her on the show and see where she's coming from, okay? So I got her bio here, okay? So I'm going to be reading from my phone, okay? Um, my guest tonight, uh, what is it, Natasha, your last name? Williams? Starver. Okay, Natasha Starver. Natasha is a practicing witch in Butler, PA. She owns and operates the Little Shop of Lilith a metaphysical shop and healing office that centers around the occult. The shop offers many supplies, oils, tools, books, and other items for working, as well as jewelry and novelty items and house, houses multiple local vendors. Natasha offers services such as sessions, which are a blend of life, life coaching, spiritual counseling, and mentorship intuitive energy work tarot readings and is ordained we're going to get to that one at the shop she runs eight week at the shop she runs in eight week courses as well as smaller classes group rituals and more natasha lives with her husband daughter and many fur babies 20 fur babies almost almost 20 god bless you and spends <laughs> most of her spare time signed singing in a local metal band called Animus. Animus. Animus, running creative direction for Celestial Oddities Radio and heavily involved in her own practice. She is a priestess for the, you have to, what's that C word? Coterie. Coterie of Arcane Occult Order, a Hecatin sorceress and dedicated disciple of magic. That's a lot. And how do you do it? How do you how do you how do you manage to uh, do all that stuff? I'm really not sure, to be honest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> day by day. Day by day. So yeah. what what got you into um you know the occult? What got you in? Um, I started practicing when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm I'm 36 now. Um, a high school boyfriend actually gave me a book on Wicca and the pagan concepts and the Wiccan concepts really resonated with me. Um, I had a lot of background in that growing up, mm -hmm. so it, it kind of felt like coming home. And over the years, that's definitely um, changed and kind of moved away from that area to others. But um, that's that's where it started anyway. Okay. And... Um... It just seems you have a lot of stuff that's on your plate here. I, I mean, how, with all the things that you do, okay, um, how do you manage the time in between to doing each separate different thing? 
So we're open. Um, the shop is open from 12 to 7, Tuesday through Saturday. Mm -hmm. um, so I do a lot of, for my own personal practice, a lot of very early mornings, <laughs> uh, like 5 a.m. starts there. Okay. And as, as far as the rest of it, it's all, it's really just scheduling and juggling mm -hmm. um, and very patient people in my life. That's good. That's good, especially your husband. Um, yes, and your he's very supportive. That you know what that that's a real big biggie thing. You know what I mean? Because for the longest time, uh, I started ghost hunting a while back, and mm -hmm. I, I I have retired. And um, at back then, no one supported me. Do you know what I mean? I had to do it all on my own. Yeah. And, and um, I do wish, okay, that somebody was there to help me out, but. You know, I, I had to go through the growing pains, you know what I mean? And I always made, a, um, a, I always said that, you know, whoever really wants this, I'll be there for them, okay? Because no one was there for me. So there was a lot of support in that. Um, so that, I understand. It's lucky that you have somebody there to back you up. Plus, from what Tara says, that you have a bunch of good women up there in your shop. Is that correct? I do, Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Good. That's a, that, um, um, that's good. You know, I have a wonderful uh, friend, my best friend, Brittany, she is very um, supportive and she's really helped uh, with the growth of the business over the last year mm -hmm. and just with keeping my head on straight. So, Oh, really? It looks pretty straight there. Yeah. Well, is it like, <laughs> is it like go like this? It's, it's an illusion. It's an illusion. <laughs> That's funny, but I do want to get into some of this. First of all, let's talk about your store. Sure. What What do you want to know? <laughs> Everything. Whatever you so, want to share. Um, I I've uh, I went to school for criminology and um, mental health, so um, a lot of my work has been in the mental health care system. Um, one of my more recent jobs being with our local crisis and national suicide prevention lifeline. Mm -hmm. um, when I was on that uh, lifeline, I was actually going to school for my master's in clinical um, counseling. And I ended up leaving the job, but one of the things that I really took away from the job with me was the absolute appalling lack of mental health care. <laughs> Um, available to people and I ended up making the decision to completely drop out of the course of study that I was going for um, and go a different route with it for spiritual counseling and get my certifications and life coaching and all of that and I really I always wanted to have a metaphysical shop I always wanted to share you know knowledge of my practice of the occult of all of that with people um, but the big thing was the mental health aspect. I wanted to bring that into it. And I wanted to make sure that there was a service um, available to support and validate people that wasn't going to cost them an arm and a leg and that was accessible to everyone. And I've managed to do that over the past year. So that's that's the biggest thing about it. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's just good old-fashioned witchcraft. And we have... Uh, Lots of courses and um, rituals and just 
a ton of stuff going on up there at all times, as you can see is my, my MO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you, um, when, when, when you deal with somebody who has mental illness, do you throw in the Wiccan part about it? You know, is there certain areas of the Wiccan religion that you throw in to help people with mental health issues? So while, while I started out Wiccan, um, I haven't been for a good, like, uh, 12 years or so now. Um, my, my personal practice is a bit different. But the pagan aspect, the witchcraft aspect, all of that, if that is part of their spiritual um, practice or what they believe, then, yeah, absolutely. I have tons of people that come to me for, um, you know, more of a mentorship than a counseling-like aspect. Mm-hmm. And they still use it as counseling. But if it's some, if, you know, if somebody, you know, practices Buddhism or Hinduism or it's whatever their spiritual beliefs are, um, I have plenty of others up there too. Okay. So that, that means, um, so we'll say Buddhist, right? Someone is into Buddhism. Do you just go and just do Buddhism with that person? No. No, no. no. Um, If that is what their belief system is, then, which I can't say that I have anybody up there that is a practicing Buddhist. Um, It it is mostly uh, people following witchcraft, um, different witchcraft paths. But yes, basically it's, it's what their spiritual beliefs are. Like it's not to ever push mine on somebody else. Okay. It just so happens that because I am um, very open about my practice and open about the fact that I do practice, that that seems to be what I draw in as other practitioners. Okay. And um, that, that that's pretty interesting. So you, you just said something about different paths as, as witchcraft. Can you yes. kind of tell about that, please? Um, I mean, <laughs> there's all different paths really there's there is like the Wiccan path in that religion and that was what my you know original um uh belief system was routed in I if I were to try to say like where that went to now it there's it doesn't have a title I know in the intro it says like Akate and Sorceress so I work very closely with the goddess Akate um A lot of my practice involves her. A lot of the practice that I do in public rituals at the shop involves her. Um, But, I mean, it's anything from I see Luciferians and Satanists and, uh, you know, Norse pagans and I don't know. There's (laughs) there's all of them. They just – I think one of the things that people like about the shop and about the way that I look at practices is that it doesn't have to come with some sort of label. It's just, this is, these are the ideas that are being, you know, broached to people. And I guess really that there isn't just one path that it can all blend together. It usually does because if, if you look at uh, the native American spirituality, that's what, when I started doing, when I started to learn how to meditate, I, um, really enjoyed the Native American spirituality. And I read a lot of books on them. And they tell you straight out, they might have different names for different things, but it all 
tends to one person. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, there's let me. So it's okay if I call you a witch, right? Uh, if you call me a witch. Can I call you a witch? You may call me a witch. Okay. I just want to make sure of that because I don't want to step on no toes. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to be proper here. You know. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> fine. So um, there's a lot of my. I have friends and um, I I have other people that ask me, are all witches bad? They, it seems like that the witches are getting a raw deal from the movies, from, um, you know, what, The Wizard of Oz and stuff like that. Now, <laughs> are, are all witches like that? Oh, okay. Uh, we got somebody from Tommy Miller. He's a buddy of mine. He says, hi, Sean and Natasha. Is there Hi, any product in your shop that specializes in what? It sounds like a great place. Oh, yeah. Is there any product your shop uh, specializes in? Any product just in general? Um, yeah, I am really big on oils. Um, so I do a lot of oils. I have an oil line that is of intention oils, which are like daily wear. They're roll-ons that people can wear. Um, and they, we range from all different, from mental health to, you know, psychic enhancement to, um, sleeping to shadow work, all different kinds of, uh, intention oils. And then I also have a ritual oil line called the Hello Ritual, um, oil line. <laughs> and, uh, that's been very popular. That was a newer addition to uh, the line of products that I offer. But the oils are definitely a a big thing. They're close to my heart. They're where I started. Mm -hmm. So that I would say that's my specialty. Now, whenever you uh, make up these oils, you know, when, when, when you put them together, do you go through a ritual, you know, as you're putting, do you put your energy into the oils before when you put it in the bottle? Yes okay. and no. <laughs> okay. um i i do as i am crafting the oils and i have a process that i use with them but i don't go into full-blown um ritual with any of the oils with the exception of um one of our newer oils which is actually called witch and that one i do take into ritual with hikate and bless in that way and how long are your rituals how long are they? Yeah, how, I mean, hey. can you have short, long? Yeah, honestly, it just depends on what I'm doing. An oil, a ritual for an oil like that usually only takes about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. But, I mean, I have other rituals that can last hours. So oh, that's imagine. just not for things at the shop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know. God, I mean, spirit bless you or goddess bless you or what, you, you know, Conte, you know, bless you, man, because... It just seems like um, you, you, you got a lot of stuff going on there. See, um, I do. It's been a busy year. <laughs> oh, I bet. And it, you know what? It's even going to be busier. Christmas is coming around the corner, too. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, but no, I, I respect that. I respect what you do. Um, I, I, I had a mod, I have a motto that I used for the PPS was I will respect what you believe. Just please respect what I believe. Okay. And Absolutely. there's not a lot of people that respect witches. 
okay? And can you set the record straight? Or which is bad? Mm -hmm. um, so, <laughs> as I am very well known at the shop for saying, I, I do not believe in bad or good connotations, uh, evil or, you know, good magic. I, I don't work like that. Um, magic is magic. It's energy. It's manipulation of energy. The way that you use it is entirely up to you and entirely in your hands. Mm -hmm. So none of it is good or bad by nature. And good and bad are man-made human concepts as far as I'm concerned. And okay. also <laughs> depends on where you're standing um, as to what they are. So I, I believe very strongly in balance. Um, I believe that the hands that I am able to heal with, I can also not heal with. Um, so okay. that would be a matter of uh, discretion, I guess. Okay. So, um, and, and, and I'm glad you said that. My, my friend Jenny, who co-hosts uh, in um, Chasing Prophecy, the one that comes on before the show, she wants to know about... Um, do love spells really work? Love spells. Yes. Ha. Okay. So that's um obviously, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's not surprising. That's that's I get asked that a lot um mm -hmm. or asked about them. So this is my opinion on them. I guess is that an actual love spell? Like if if you want somebody to actually fall in genuine love with you, it is not going to work unless that is your person. I, I do believe that, you know, we have our people, our, call them your soulmate, call them your twin flame, whatever you would like to call them, but that other counterpart, if that is already, or, or even people that we may come across in relationships with um, could even work, but maybe not to the same extent. So when people ask me if a love spell will work, my answer is usually no, it won't. Um, I can make them <laughs> like you. I can make them obsessed with you. I can, you know, help you to uh, dominate their awareness, um, but fall in genuine love? No. Okay. And that, 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 that sounds understandable. That sounds reasonable. Yeah. I, she asked me, wanted me to ask you that question about that. <laughs> Now, whenever, I guess you do cast spells, correct? I do. Okay, um, let's see. Um, aren't you afraid that the spell will come back on you? Temple? No. No, how's that? Can you? This are questions that I hear since. Yeah, know. absolutely. It's some of the same ones that I get. Um, it's. I'm. I take responsibility for every magical act that I perform, whether it be. Um, you know, something that somebody may consider good or something that somebody may consider bad. Mm -hmm. um, I weigh my outcomes and my energy spent and all of that very carefully. Um, I'm not afraid of it coming back on me because I know that when I perform it, it's not, I don't believe in the law of three. Like that's, that's not the way that I work. Okay. Uh, energy does balance itself out in universally, right? Mm -hmm. um, so say I were to um, put a curse or a hex on someone, right? Which for the record is not 
something that I go about doing on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, But say that I were. So if I wanted to balance that energy, you know, how many, how many good, how many loving things is it going to take for me to balance that out? Is it already balanced because of all the energy that I put into the shop, into the mental health and wellness, um, into that? Like, you know, does that one, that one small bad act get washed away? It's, right. it's just all about balance. It's a balancing act. But I'm never afraid of it coming back on me, per se. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I I know that, and I guess we can call that karma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. I I think that that goes like through lifetimes, but yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of karma coming my way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you got a spell for taking the karma away from me, I, that would be pretty cool. But no, actually, um, I could probably write something up for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see what okay so i'm looking over your bio and there was some pretty interesting things so if you see me staring her i'm looking at the um okay now um it says here that you do some life coaching and spiritual counseling and mentorship can you you know intuitive energy work can you explain some of that please yeah so the the life coaching and the counseling um i'm actually i'm in school right now getting my uh, master's in spiritual counseling from the university of metaphysical sciences um but i got the life coaching certificate prior to the shop opening so that i could offer that and honestly (laughs) i mean i'm i'm not a therapist um and i would hardly say that i'm a counselor i'm a support system Um, I guess would be a way of putting it for a lot of people. That would be a way to sum it all up into one. And like I said, I get, I have people that are working through years of trauma and I have people that are simply coming in because they are trying to learn how to meditate better or want to learn, you know, how to use their energy um, energetically, magically. Um, And as far as the intuitive energy work, that is a, a service that I offer that is working with crystals, um, with sound, with light massage um, that I do to help with the chakra energy, to help with if there's any sort of problem areas, or even just a lot of people honestly use it as a form of stress relief. Um, They feel better when they leave. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) they don't really have a specific reason for coming in other than that. Can you explain uh, what you use for light massage? Not light like lights, like light like gentle touch. Okay, okay, okay. All right, I understand that. And um, I think I'm going to come up to Butler, you know, and I'm going to visit Tara, but I'm going to stop off at the shop, man, because, man, I'll tell you what, I got so much negativity surrounding me, and I'm sure you feel that. Um, But... Um, I'm going to check your store. I, I think it's pretty interesting uh, what you do. Um, when I'd like to, uh, let's see, here we go. Many more. Okay. Now we'll get off the subject just a tad so I can, you know, get my questions in my head. Um, tell us about your metal band that you got. <laughs> so I have been singing um, not always very well <laughs> in metal bands uh, since I was in my like early twenties. Um, 
And this band, Animus, is a group of me and four guys. And we play out um, locally, uh, surrounding areas. So, like, we're going to be in Ohio in two weeks from now, I think. Um, but it's just, it's honestly, it's stress relief. And, uh, you know, like you said, I have a very full plate. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, um, and now, of course, especially over the past year, I've, while I'm very good at shielding and, you know, keeping, keeping my walls up and doing my cleanses and stuff, uh, you can't help but take on some of the energy from that many people. Right. Um, I was just going to ask you know, that question. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the metal, the metal band is a big, a big thing with that. Um, you know, screaming in my basement with a bunch of dudes uh, really helps take the edge off. Okay. I can see that. I could see that. Um, like for me, for me, I, I was doing the ghost hunting, but um, I prospect gold. That's what I do, you know, and it makes me whenever I go to a stream or, you know, to a river or something and I'm panning for gold, I don't care if I get any gold or nothing like that. You know, it just like really relaxes me. Do you know what I mean? And um, I, I really enjoy it. And what I like about for me, okay, um, is that I'm in contact with Mother Earth, you know, nature. Um, what is your aspect, you know, what do you believe in, like, going someplace, you know, in the woods and sit down and communicate with the trees and forests and stuff like that? Do you feel more at ease in your shop or would you feel more at ease, you know, in the woods? Sorry, it was like, I didn't hear that last part. What was that? Oh, okay. Do you feel more at ease in your shop or would you feel more at ease at, in the woods? Oh, definitely out in the woods. I, I'm, I'm very at peace in my shop and I love my space. Um, mm -hmm. But there's something about being in nature. Like you said, you know, it just, it rejuvenates you. Mm -hmm. Do you know trees cry? Sorry, the mic's coming in a little bit weird on my end. What was that? Uh, do you know that trees cry? Why they cry? No, they do. They do. They do cry. Really? Yeah. Um, sir, a real quick story. I was at the park here. I was doing some meditating under a tree. And, um, you know, it was a nice night day out. No rain, no nothing. And all of a sudden, I was in meditation and I felt raindrops you know, water coming down on my, my arm here. And I came out of the meditation and um, I was like, it ain't raining. What the hell's going on? You know what I mean? And I went around to the different trees and nothing was happening. But when I would stand, when I sat under this tree, you know, it was actually, you know, uh, raindrops coming down or teardrops, I call them. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, um, and then I, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm just excited that you're on here, you know. And, and oh, well, thank you. Here. I appreciate that. I'm excited yeah. to be here. Good, and um, so back to, uh, you know, or, and I do want to bring that question up again, but, you know, you hear out there, there are white witches and black witches, okay, is there a difference? 
Um, yes. Yeah, I would say that there is. Can you explain, please? Yeah, uh, black witches aren't afraid to get their hands dirty. Mm -hmm. I can see where you're going with that one. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Miller has a question. What sure. are your opinions on past lives and spirit guides? Ah, so I absolutely think that we have past lives. Um, I, I can't tell you what mine are, <laughs> just that they have been being made clear as time goes by. Um, spirit guides. Uh, I work with a lot of entities, a, a lot of a lot of spirits. My personal spirit guides um, are are not making it very easy on me. <laughs> I actually just <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, you mean. they're they're just they're not really. You know, I got a lot of triangles the last time I did a channeling session. Um, a friend of mine, um, Daniel James, did a channeling session with me um, a couple weeks ago to try to walk me into a meditation to speak to my spirit guides and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he, he did very well with me because I'm not really an easy one to walk in there. But instead of spirit guides, I ended up at my my grandma's house, my deceased grandma's house so okay. i didn't get to meet them but maybe next time yeah you know it isn't it amazing because i when some meditations that i do i don't know where i'm going to go like the yeah. one that i do and i help people with and i do it for myself almost every every night is that you know i'll go in my meditation and then i go to my meadow okay with the tree line of trees and there's a big rock in the middle of the meadow and I go over there and I uh, sit on the rock and there's a any type of bird for me that day would come down and I get on the back and I take off and I go wherever the bird takes me. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and it's like really, really cool. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy it. it. It does put me to sleep. But, you know, it is crazy through my meditations, though. You know, I think when I go into one right? It's going to be a healthy one. It's going to be a happy one. But you know what? It don't work all that time. <laughs> it don't. It's right. no it shows me some bad stuff. You know what I mean? And, I do. Yeah, okay. I'm glad we're on the same wavelength here. You know what I mean? Some, sometimes I, I would say maybe it's what you need to see, even if mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good. But no, you know what? That's true. But it's like we see it, but do we act on what we need to do not to see that? Do you know what I mean? It's just like, absolutely. okay, I'm coming back from a freaking meditation and it showed me, you know, how mean and nasty I am. And, you know, I fall asleep, wake up and I'm still the same person. You know what I mean? You know, it's just, right. um, that's how that, that's what happens to me a lot. You know what I mean? But I love, uh, yeah. I love my meditation though. You know, and there's a couple other ones that I do, too, um, that I help people through. I walk them through it, you know, mm -hmm. to it, you know. So I, I've done a couple here on, on, on the show here. But uh, Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, what is, okay, uh, after Animus, he had running creative direction for Celestial Oddities Radio. Care to share on that? 
Yeah, so um, Celestial Oddities Radio is a like an umbrella for um, three different podcasts. Um, they are run by Freder Crow, um, who is a good friend and mentor of mine. And um, the one is Celestial Oddities Paranormal Guys, uh, the Pong, which is Freder and then Daniel James, who I mentioned earlier. Um, they do that together, and that's a lot of paranormal. Um, you know, cryptids and uh, ghosts. And the last episode was about Krampus. So that was my favorite. Although they told me that Krampus wasn't real. So they kind of broke my heart with that one. You Um, know what the hell with them? Krampus. (laughs) No, there there are real, there's real nature spirits like that run along with that. But we're on the same wavelength there. Yeah. But I wanted like the horror movie Krampus. (laughs) 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 Um, And then, uh, Freighter does uh, Knights of the Nephilim, which is an occult, esoteric, um, just really, they have a lot of great uh, authors and practitioners and different people on that show. And then Uncovering the Underground, which is a lot of like music and authors and artists and models and different stuff like that. Okay. So I, I run creative direction for that. So basically that's just a fancy way of saying I help them with um, marketing and scheduling and reaching oh, out great. to guests and that stuff. Oh, that's, that, that's awesome. That, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm kind of glad about that, you know, because um, I'm like Celestial Oddities Radio. I, that was pretty interesting. Hopefully we can get you on this program here. Not this program, but on this radio station. You know, <laughs> we'll see. You know, but um, okay, now here's the one that I'm kind of not confused, but a priestess for the Coterie Coterie of Samil Arcane Occult Order. Yes, please. That's the one I'm interested in. (laughs) So that one, um, I'm not uh, gonna say too much on, to be honest. Um, Okay. It is an occult order, obviously, and it is. right now a little bit more on the private end um Mm -hmm. but it is a collection of different understandings and teachings um i know where you're going with it i know where you're going with it you know so out of respect for you we we can drop that really quick you know what i mean (laughs) it's not a problem and um uh hecaten hecaten yeah yeah is that okay to say? Yeah, Hecatian Sorceress. So that mm. basically just means that, um, like I said earlier, I work very heavily with the goddess Hecate. Um, she is part of my main um, practice uh, belief system, however you would like to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I work with her on a daily basis. Yeah, um, I, I, I've asked, because I, I have a lot of witchy friends, you know, mm-hmm. And I ask them, you know, like, you know, why don't you ask her, you know, throw some some juice around me, you know, because um, I, I don't know. What was crazy for me when I was starting uh, PPS was it just seemed like spirit was taking me from teacher to teacher to teacher to teacher. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't my calling. I wasn't going out looking for it. It was like they dropped in my lap, you know, in order to teach and I really got into the goddesses. Do you do anything with the goddesses? Um, as far as goddesses go, I like I work mainly with Akate. Um, mm-hmm. When it comes to other entities, 
Um, I am more on the uh, Damon side. The um, okay. So I work with like Lilith. I I personally would not call Lilith a goddess. I would definitely call her a Damon. Okay. Um, but many would call her a goddess. Um, and yeah, that's that's the amount of feminine influence in my practice. Hikate okay. and Lilith are the two big ones. Okay, so basically you got it balances out just like you were saying about the energies. Yeah, somewhat. Okay, that's cool. That's all right. Uh, wait. Uh, <laughs> Northwest Paranormal Research Group, been trying to get, get you for the last week or two. Uh, they have two questions, okay? Dreams and what they mean. He's wondering when you're, when you're when you're dreaming of something. So my personal belief is that dreams can mean a lot of different things. Um, you're when you're dreaming, you know you're in that liminal space, so you're between between spaces. Um, your dreams can be a reflection of you know conscious things that you experience throughout the day that maybe your brain either just remembered or couldn't wrap itself around and you need to process it in a subconscious or unconscious way. Um, your dreams can be, you know, subconscious or unconscious thoughts, you know, um, shadows that you're not able to process consciously and it's trying to come up through your dreams so that you recognize it and understand it and pay attention. Mm -hmm. um, your dreams can be your spirit guides, um, your ancestors, your loved ones, your entities that you work with. Like when you're in that space, you know, they're able to slip through a little easier um, to communicate with you. Uh, dreams for me come down a lot to the symbology like of it, like the things that you see, because it's not always going to be like outright um, messages. So it's about kind of, you know, writing it down, writing it down when you wake up is very important because I don't do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude, that's a do as I say, not as I do thing that I tell people because like you should be and I should be. Um, but I'm just terrible about it. I don't like being woken up. <laughs> so um, as far as what they mean, I mean, there are plenty of times that your dreams can have no no higher meaning, no higher like purpose um, or whatever. And then as I have experienced, there are times that your dreams have an incredibly higher purpose and change your life so okay he comes back so uh northwest says uh premonition in dreams can it happen yeah absolutely 100 so, how many it's not always going to be premonition or right. and don't get paranoid thinking that it like oh my gosh like this horrible thing happened in my dream so that has to be a premonition but um that's something where it's it's really good to be in touch with you know your higher self and your intuition and like to be able to recognize the difference between am I having these dreams that are repeating dreams of premonition or was this just a one, a one hit type thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I hope she answered that correctly for you. What you needed to hear. I mean, she, she knows her stuff. She's good. Um, <sighs> to the Tara, uh, do you have a specific deck that you like to read from? Hmm. Um, yeah, I have, personal. Don't no, no, 
That's okay. I'm I'm a pretty open book for the most part. Um, I have a, it's called the black, I think it's called the black tarot. It's um, this really, really interesting artwork that I use with Hikate. Um, that's my deck for her specifically. Um, as far as like at the shop, I use a lot of different decks. I've been really attached to the Marigold Tarot lately. Um, and I just got, actually, I can even show you because it's here. <laughs> I just got this, uh, the Shadow Tarot okay. by Linda Filorio. And it is an incredible, um, just really gorgeous deck uh, that deals with the clip off and um, some of the... Uh, basically the underside of the um, Kabbalistic tree. So I'm, I, and I don't know it well yet. I'm reading through it. It's very complex. Okay. Tommy has a question for you. Sure. Uh, what are your thought thoughts on people's energy being contagious? Sometimes I can feel either positive or negative energy when entering a room. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, so our human beings, we, we mirror each other's energy a lot, even without meaning to. Um, if you, if you enter a room and it is filled with like, say somebody just had like a horrible argument or like there's uh, been a confrontation of some sort and you enter the room, it would not be surprising at all that like you feel that energy. Um, in the same sentence, if you enter a room and you know, nothing's happening, but you uh, are very empathic or you pick up on others energy easily it's you know very it's very common for me to enter a room and be uncomfortable um but not have any like outward sign as to why and it just it one of the energies in the room just is not matching mine so we absolutely affect each other's energy um I just my eight-week course that I was doing um on intuitive witchcraft just finished and that was one of the biggest things was the way that we influence each other's energy and how to be aware of what's your energy versus what is somebody else's energy and keep that separate. Um, that's like one of the best ways to explain it, I guess, is like, say you get up in the morning, like my husband and I say we both get up in the morning and he's having like a really bad morning. Right. And he's mad at the coffee pot and just stomping around and you can just tell that like he's in a bad mood that energy, if I let it, can easily affect me and then influence the way that my energy flows throughout the rest of the day. So yeah. we get affected by other people's energy much more often um, than I think we even consciously realize. So learning to pay attention to your intuition and to understand how your own energy works then can help you stay a lot more balanced and fluid in your life um, when you're not being weighed down by everybody else. I hope that helped you out, Tommy. Now, Northwest Paranormal come back and he says, um, I, I got to scroll up here a little bit for, you know, he he wanted us to share this. He says, he's, I see a death of a person that happened, a person that showed up in a newspaper a week later. I was young at the time and woke up with a cold sweat. Mm -hmm. Sure, if you want. No joke, been bothering me for a long time. Yeah, so that's, that's, um, it's very possible that that was a premonition. I know I have um, some, you know, some close friends that uh, do that. Like they they know when someone's going to pass or when that's going to happen. So it's definitely a possibility. Um, it's and don't let it be something that 
you know, bothers you or holds weight on you because it's, it's not on you. Do you know what I mean? Like it was you for whatever reason were able to um, see that it was coming, but it doesn't mean that that was on any way, like, you know, on you. Right. I hope that helped you out there, Mr. Northwest Paranormal Research Group. They're good people, man. They really are. They're out there out west, out there in Washington State, I do believe. But, oh, it's uh, awesome. Yeah. Tommy Miller says, I definitely need to check out your shop sometime. Is there an Instagram or Facebook page we can check out? Yes, I am on both Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's under Lil Shopa Lilith. And we have a TikTok, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have some good TikToks, man. Yeah, I will do one of your TikToks. That's, that's my personal one. We don't, we don't need to send them there. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we don't. So, so, you believe in the little people, huh? The Fae? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't want to talk about the Fae. <laughs> you don't. Is that bad or good? <laughs> Um, so I, I just personally, they're just, it's not, um, an entity that I work with, but it's right. been a running joke, um, just at the shop because I, you know, I work with many entities that other people would sometimes shy away from, but mm -hmm. meanwhile, the Fay, I'm like, nope, no, thank you. Um, <laughs> I blame that on like goosebump books from when I was little, but, um, we, we had an exam for the class and one of the questions was, do we F with the Fae? <laughs> it was a yes or no question. And if you said yes, you better give me a good reason why. So. <laughs> nah, you, you just don't want to mess with them. You know, um, I've been doing. It's not my personal cup of tea. No, 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 no. no. Okay. Well, he'll tell you. Okay. I, I will definitely do that, buddy. Okay, I'll definitely do it. But remember, it'll be 11 o'clock my time. And, you know, so it'll be kind of like maybe tomorrow. He was asking me to tell me the whole story. But, yeah, uh, yeah um, there's some phase you just don't want to mess with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I respect that I don't know enough about them. So they, they are pretty interesting people. How about leprechauns? I no. have never come across a leprechaun. No, me neither, but I know they're there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would believe that they're there, yes. There's very little that I don't believe is out there. All right, and, and it's crazy, too, because, when, like I said, when I go gold prospect, especially in North Carolina, okay, there is some creepy stuff that goes on in the woods down here. You know what I mean? I believe it. You know, and it's just not like the banjo situation either. It, it's, just, <laughs> it's like... Um, I don't know. It's like I'm there and I just have all these eyes that are upon me, you know what I mean? And then, um, can I tell you what animal I see behind you? Maybe it might just like help you out a little bit, maybe. Sure, I see, absolutely. I, I see a wolf. You're that doesn't surprise wolf. me. Yeah, you have a big ass wolf that just like protects you. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm serious. Uh, I mean, he's big and he's bad and he kicks butt and you don't realize it, but but he likes to hang back in the shadows a wee bit. You know what I mean? He, he, you know, he, he, he got your perimeter. You know what I mean? 
So I just I really to, love that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm Thank you. Sharing what you know, like you say, you were read tarot. Um, I, I've done some readings myself, and I started out with the tarot. What's the wolf mean? It's the teacher, buddy. They're teachers, and hmm. also protect Interesting. you. Yes, they're teachers, and <laughs> but. I started off with tarot and then all of a sudden I was in the store, spiritual animal. Yeah, buddy. That's definitely, that's what they are. Spiritual animal. There's no real wolf behind. We'd be dead. <laughs> We'd be dead. We'd be eaten up. But, um, so I, I was in the bookstore and, um, this tarot deck came. Well, it's, I, I don't know. I wouldn't even consider it a tarot, but it's the animal medicine cards. Yeah. Yes. And I would read them. And, um, and, and to me, when I read for my people, you know, my clients and stuff like that, I would use those. But what's crazy, you know, there's no past, future, you know, whatever, the now and the future, what's going to happen down the road. It just seems like when I read somebody that it's at the moment that they're going through. So it is pretty crazy, but it makes a lot of people more comfortable, you know, and I couldn't memorize all them damn definitions. of them. <laughs> yeah, It's definitely a pain in the ass. There's a yeah. lot to it. <laughs> yes, there is. So we got a couple minutes here left. Is there anything that you want to share with my uh, listeners? Um, any inspiration quotes or. <laughs> um. I, man, I'm not exactly inspiring. <laughs> you would think that I should be with what I've been doing. Why, but... why would you say that? Why, why would you even say that? <laughs> well, like, quote-wise. <laughs> why? So what? Um, I'm honest, to be honest, I'm, like, focusing on behind me trying to see my wolf. But <laughs> I know that I won't because it's not, it's not a gift of mine. But I really enjoyed hearing that. So thank you very much oh, for that. Yeah. Um, um, not a problem. He'll, he'll, he'll come in and... He'll nip you in the butt. He will. Trust me, they do. I believe that. <laughs> they do. Um, Trust me. I think for me, like, one of the things that um, we talk about with the different classes and people that I work with and stuff is that a lot of it, two things. So a lot of it um, feels familiar, right? Like, when I read that book, that first like pagan book, I was like, oh, like this, this is home. Like I'm starting to come home. And I think that it's important to realize and keep in mind that if, if these things are hitting, if they are familiar, if you are drawn, if you are feeling like, you know, this is, this is home. Um, it's, it's because you're starting to remember. It's not that you're learning the things mm -hmm. you're, you're remembering things that you've already learned and you're just remembering them a little bit faster this time, maybe. Um, and the other thing is that I guess, um, a lot of times when you start, especially like the people that I have in the longer classes and courses and stuff, when, when you start down this path and you start, um, you know, really diving deeper and seeing things in different ways and thinking about things differently, it can make what once was like your your comfortable regular life seem mm -hmm. very outside <laughs> and um you you don't feel like you quite fit anymore right. and that can be very scary and mm -hmm. very lonely for a lot of people and i like to try to remind people you know that they 
they're not alone because the other people, you know, that come in here are coming in and saying the same thing. Like, you know, so every, a lot of people are feeling that way. Um, And that seems to help sometimes. It it brought a spirit to our shop though. (laughs) I'm really enjoying this. I am. Um, Well, thank you. (laughs) Me too. Give yourself a bunch of credit, girl. I mean, my God, you don't work hard for nothing. You know what I mean? (laughs) Thank you. you. I I still have a long ways to go. Ah, you'll get there. Now, Tommy has one more question, and we're going to have to get going here. Any thoughts on familiars, and are they real? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think that they are. Um, uh, I guess that it depends on what terms or concepts you're looking at them in. Um, if you're talking like animal familiars um like you know the the cat that you found at like just the right moment or whatever i definitely think that that's you know a possibility um i also think that you can uh kind of like the way you know my wolf back there or um you know the you can ask like i i do a lot of um demonic work and you can ask for demonic familiars and um so familiars is a broad category i guess is what i'm saying but yes i absolutely believe that they exist in many different forms and i hope i have you back on the show if you'd like to come back and we i would like to talk a little bit about demons because it's like a a voodoo word word you know for people and um and i'd like to get your concept you know what you think about it and i mean you know you look at it it's the 21st century so people are more open to you know stuff like that and mm-hmm. if you're willing um, to come back on a show, maybe next month or something like that, that would be pretty cool if you want. Yeah, to. absolutely. And then we can talk about that. But while everybody, hold on, don't leave, because we have to talk. Okay. Afterwards. Um, everybody, uh, thank you for coming in and listening to the show tonight. Um, thank you, Natasha, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, now, as Natasha was talking about the mental illness, I, I definitely have mental illness and, um, and, and I do, I don't take my medicine no more, but I do meditate and stuff like that. But I need you guys to know that I have your back. I may never see you. I may never meet you, but you can guarantee for sure that I got your back. So you know, if you're having a little problem over the, especially the holidays, they're pretty bad. Yeah. But um, if you're hurting, talk to somebody, you know what I mean? And it, and just talk. If you can't talk, just sit with them. Just sit, hold their hand. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to talk. Um, have a coffee or whatever. But if you're really, really, really hurting, please contact the hotline. Contact Natasha's store. You know, because there's people out there um, that need help. And this isn't a good time of the year, you know, for people um, who who does have some mental illness. But um, again, Natasha, thank you for being You're here. You're so welcome. Thank you. Um, you know, parents, please go to your children and give them a hug and tell them that you love them. Please. <laughs> and children. Please go to your parents, give them a hug, and tell them that you love them. Because that those three words, I love you, go far away. And on that, 
good night see you next week and uh happy hunting bye bye no